Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Guys, I'm raw dogging this podcast. This is a raw dog. Big raw dog pod. Because two people I was supposed to have on the last two weeks got sick. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just have Doggy on. And he has been <clears throat> in a crazy work schedule. My voice also sounds crazy because I've been putting cold for two weeks. So I just want to start off by apologizing to Nick, my producer, one more time. <laughs> because, you know, I'm supposed to have these things backlogged, right? And that's where I think I'm going to go with this podcast, which is talking about like a little bit of like reflecting on the bat on the past. I'm going to like start in my like late teens, probably 20s. I mean, I could go further. I could go back to elementary school and like kind of the things that I wish that I had done differently when I was younger that would have maybe like set me up for success now. But then also here's what juxtaposes something that I, this is like, this is what's constantly in my brain. That I wish I was more organized. That I wish I was like, you know, women I've had on this podcast before, like a Jen Atkin or a Mariana Hewitt, who like, or like a Devin Brogman. You know, like there's girls that you follow on Instagram and you're just like, fuck. Like you guys like wake up and you're like, don't look at your phones and you like drink a bunch of water and then you do your meditation and you do your journal and then you've worked out and your hair is like blown out by like nine. You've already done a million things. And then your day is streamlined because you're organized. And you like end your day in the evening with like a cup of tea with like, you know, knowing what you're going to have for dinner that night accomplished. And that's not me, my friends. But the juxtaposition I'm talking about is wishing that I was more like that. And then also... I think the fact that I have a little bit more fuck it in my system 
or that I'm not so planned, I will argue is like where the magic happens sometimes. Because I find that when I prep too much, it's almost too contrived. And I feel like that's kind of also how I feel about the internet. And all of us kind of feel about the internet, right? Like, you know now that like for the most part, when you look at somebody's Instagram, and this is not a bad thing. Instagrams are magazines now, right? This is like your very public fucking page because now we're all reality stars, everybody. Even like a mom in her small town in fucking Texas or Illinois or whatever. Because, you know, here's like, this is just where we are. If you're putting, if you have a public Instagram page, you're your own reality star. And it was going to go this way because, I mean, think about how many reality shows there were. Like our interest in other people is just natural. And I used to defend Instagram all the time because I used to say like, you know, it's just like a bigger scale version of what small scale society is. There's always like, you know, a bully and a quote unquote popular person or a not popular person or a computer nerd or whatever. And now it's just amplified. But I am wrong to say that because I think that, you know, it's just, it's very unnatural (laughs) what we're all doing. (laughs) Very unnatural. But it is a job, right? And so that gets back to like kind of like the point of my raw dog podcast, which is that, you know, I have a lot of regrets and and I'm very interested in how this will translate to how I parent Carmela because I don't want to go the super opposite direction. But let me give you like context of my childhood. My parents had me when they were at that time, 36 years ago, quote unquote, like later in life, but especially quote unquote later in life because they had both been married. They both got married when they were super young. My dad was in college and my mom was like 22 or 23 or something. She didn't really go to college. But so it was like right after her, you know, she went to PCC, which is like an incredible community college in Pasadena. And she went there for a little bit. And then, you know, right when she started, like right afterwards, she met her husband and had my brother Spencer. My dad got married in college to a beautiful woman and they had three kids together. And so that you know, like I always forget because it's so wild to think about because my parents were together for almost 40 years. Like I think they were together for like 15 years or like 18 years. I mean, they were together for like a long time. I mean, just because they got married together so young. My mom wasn't married for very long. And my dad was just like six years older than her. So they met because my mom was working at my dad's office. And he fell in love with her. It was just so cute. Oh, that just made me emotional saying that. And they had four kids before they had me you know, combined between the ages of like 12 and my sister was like 20 when I was born. 
Yeah. She was 20 because she's exactly 20 years older than me. We're 12 days apart, which is like, isn't that such a trip? So I was very much an only child, but not, but very much an only child. And I was definitely the only kid in my age, kid in my age group. Like my cousins were teenagers. And so I was like a little lone ranger and which I'm so thankful for because I had such nice quality time, but I didn't have normal childhood things. Like, you know, we didn't go on any like adventures or camping or do, you know, my dad was like on the older side and he was like at this stage in his life was like, I'm tired. And so, you know, we would get like, they'd get like a timeshare in Palm Springs at the Marriott. And like, that's where we would go for spring break. And it would just kind of every like trip we went on would be to where like my dad could be like horizontal with a cocktail and like smash a bunch of books. That was like his vacation. And I would always just be like alone on these trips, like bored, which sounds spoiled, but you know, I had no one to play with. So I would like annoy him or like try to have my mom do stuff with me or whatever. I recently, as a grown up with a child, have had to take a lot of ownership over my finances and maybe a little bit of irresponsible financial decisions that I've made the last couple of years. And one of them being like with an iPhone and the app store, like I am subscribing <laughs> to everything by buying, you know, any sort of like new app or wanting to watch TV, just anything. And I'm realizing and realized that I was spending a lot of money on subscriptions that I totally forgot about. And that's why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, because I had subscribed to so many things that I wanted to cancel. And canceling a subscription is impossible. 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about. That's why Rocket Money is amazing. You're just getting rid of the of the waste, right? Because you are wasting money on subscriptions. The app shows you all your subscriptions in one place and it cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money cancels the subscription for you. How incredible is that? Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Just go to rocketmoney.com slash Pia. Seriously, I'm telling you, like me, it could save you hundreds per year. I had two of the same newspaper subscription. Download rocketmoney.com slash Pia. You will thank me. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. A lot of them can have up to two teaspoons of sugar and chemicals and just gummy junk that growing kids should never eat, especially if you're giving them something to like amplify their health. And that's why Haya was created. It's the pediatrician approved, super powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues. Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet tastes great and is perfect for our little picky eaters. Haya fills the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including D, B12, C, 
zinc, and folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's not GMO, vegan, dairy, free, allergy, free, gelatin, free, nut free, all the freaks, and everything else you can imagine. Aya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door, which is amazing. It just shows up. It's adorable. They're so cute. I already have them. Carmela can't take them till she's two, but we have like four months left and I'm like, they're waiting for her. I love the packaging. I'm excited to add this into something that's like a positive aspect of her daily routine. And we've worked out a special deal for Haya with their best-selling children's vitamin. You can receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash best. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to HayaHealth, that's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash best and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So when it came to like school, and I say this and I feel so bad because I'm whispering because like my mom is like in the house because I bring this up to her. Sometimes she gets really sensitive and and it's not a criticism by any means. They were not on top of my schoolwork. <laughs> not that they're responsible for my schoolwork at all. But they were like not trying to like make sure that I was like, like they wouldn't like look over my schoolwork or anything. Or like, like, I, you know, my mom would like come in my room and be like, did you do your homework? And I'd be like, yeah but I didn't. And school was really hard for me in general, always since I was little. Like I don't, I couldn't like pick up information as quickly as the other kids could. And I went to like a very academic elementary school. And so this cycle happened where I was so, I'm going to say scarred by my experiences at school. Cause I would have teachers that would make comments that I was not a good student. And then it made me put me in like a shame spiral. And then I would, I, you know, I didn't know to like ask for help or say that I was like struggling. You know, I'd fall behind in there. I remember them getting me a tutor, but I was just like, shut. I remember like a tutor being here and me just being like, what are you even saying? Like, I don't even know anything that you're saying because I, I couldn't pay attention in class. I couldn't retain information. I remember them like teaching us like long division in like third grade and just being like, what? Like, and they like would bring me up and run a class and you'd be like, you don't know what you're doing because you're not paying attention. And so I like turn, it was awful. And I would fake sick all the time because I didn't, I would, I remember her, she would drop me. This is how much she would drop me off. And you know, when you get to school when you're little and it's like, there's that like different smell. It's like, the grass is like dewy from the night before and the sun is still like a little orange and like the smell and like the tone of the sky. I would, she, I would get out of the car and like begrudgingly walk into school and take a whiff of like the combo of like the dew of the grass and like 
the smell of like a fr- like pencils and a ring. You know, classrooms have the like classroom smell, and I would. It, it was like pins and needles would jolt through my body and I would just start crying. Like, and I would do whatever I could to like fake out getting out of school. I'd say I was, <clears throat> I would like run into the classroom and say, I just threw up in the bathroom or like, and they, you know, caught on to the fact that I was bullshitting. And then I would too, be too scared to like say how like bad I was at school to my parents. And so it was just, I was like so alone. And I would always tell them that I had my homework under control or that I knew that there was a test happening. And I remember one day getting to school and like all the, all the kids in my class had these huge book reports with them, like crazy displays, elaborate, like build outs for their book report. And I had like forgotten. I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar because I was just so checked out. It made Davide cry when I told him the story. I took my sock off of my foot and like drew a face on it and like made a sock puppet. I mean, how embarrassing. And I remember the whole class looking at me like this girl is the worst. Because these kids had just put like so much work into their book reports. And I clearly, and I mean, can you imagine being in third grade? And my teacher, just I remember him looking at me and being like, do you feel good about yourself? Like, are you embarrassed? You have to be so embarrassed. And I just like shut down and like sat at my desk. And he would give lectures in front of the class about how like, I was a perfect example of how like not to act in school, like how I clearly was never paying attention or, but I couldn't help it. I couldn't focus and how behind I was or like I was really artistic. So I would always like it with like watercolor and I would paint and I would draw all the time. I would always be drawing on my notebooks and he'd be like, I remember him saying in front of the class, so ironic now, like no one gets a job doodling. Like, how do you think you're going to get anywhere in life doodling? Anyway, so this is my little, by the way, this is like the fact that this is my trauma from school. I still feel privileged and blessed because I know there are people who have much more horrible experiences. But I, but I think because I didn't develop these, that skill set of organization and planning that that's a muscle that I needed to develop when I was young and I didn't. And then I, you know, I ended up transferring to public school for a little bit. And then I finished out the last couple of years at like a really sweet, chill, normal, like easy Catholic school. And I loved high school because I was in subjects that I adored and, <clears throat> but I still was really last minute with everything. And even my papers, like if I knew that like a big paper was due in like a month, I was always banging that thing out the night before. But that was because it just would like flow out of me the night before. It really couldn't. It was really so hard for me, which sounds so crazy. It was really so hard for me to like focus on doing something ahead. And I think maybe that's probably a big indicator of ADD or something, right? Like if there's too much time, I don't get, I cannot, if I have a day where I have like one thing to get done that thing's not getting done. But if I have a day that's completely chaotic and I have a lot of things to get done, I can 
the, I like thrive in the chaos. That's why I loved being a waitress and I loved being a hostess and I love being able to do all the things that I do now because it's really when things are chaotic is when I see so clearly thrive, 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 thrive. I should have been a nurse. And I just feel like those women are always women who are just in crazy chaotic situations and see clearly. So I really, I really developed this skill set for overcompensating my lack of, <clears throat> I don't know even what word I'm looking for, you know, like any sort of planning ahead or whatever, I overcompensated with making sure that w- what I was doing was really good in like a different way, which I think is where I really developed a skill for almost like storytelling and connecting with people, which is why when I had like a blog, when I moved to New York, you know, I really feel like looking back on it now and at the time, and even up until recently, I I thought it was so silly. And there weren't that many people. I mean, there were so many people, but not that many people that had blogs at the time. Like, and, you know, like Man Repeller had hers and a few other people. And we sung. And I remember people saying like, oh, like you should do this more. And me always saying like, "Mm, that's kind of weird. And that's kind of a waste of time. And like, nobody's going to care. Like, this doesn't seem like it's something that, wait, what do you mean? I'm just like writing things on the internet. Because like, of course, at that time, this is 2005, had thought like we all use the thing, which is that you have this like path that you have to go down to get like a real job. And this did not at all seem like a real job, but I was working my muscles, which I didn't realize at the time, which was writing and photography. And I had, I had a Yashica camera that I loved that I took everywhere with me. And I had a box full of fucking photos (laughs) and I would constant I mean I took photos every day all day long whatever party I went to in New York this is like peak you know party years of my life I'm actually looking at I have three plastic bins next to me filled with photos and then I have a CD case because then they started being able to give me the I wouldn't get them printed anymore. I started getting my photos just obviously on a CD. Now that you can get them emailed to you. And I lived in this apartment that had my friend Ben used to live there. And he was a DJ. Ben now, he's so cool. Ben now does all the fucking like video content for Supreme and shit. And he was the DJ. He used to DJ at this club called 201. I mean, many places, but it was so fun. And he let he like was living we were like living together quote unquote for a second but then he like ended up not ever like then he got like a better apartment or a girlfriend or I can't remember so he was like I he like never came and then like he was like like found another place to live you guys have heard me talk about parallel before it's my vitamin routine that I can't live without 
Parallel is the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin offering targeted vitamin routines for each unique stage of a woman's hormonal life from pre-kids to postpartum. Each product is meticulously formulated by their founding team of world-class doctors, including notable OBGYNs, widely published maternal fetal medicine doctors, and award-winning endocrinologists in partnership with functional medicine doctors, nutritionists, and even doulas. So it's really one of the first products that I've ever encountered that both Western and Eastern medicine practitioners can agree on. And now that Davide and I are starting to plan to kind of drive our baby number two, I switched to taking their conception support pack, which bundles all the vitamins I need to prep my body for pregnancy and support my fertility odds. Davide is taking their men's multi because fertility is truly 50, 50, my people. And the other product that I just do not go a day without is the PCOS support. It's truly a game changer for hormonal balance and mood, regular menstrual cycles, and healthy ovarian function. And they also have various vitamin packs for each trimester of pregnancy. They have everything. All parallel packs are under $50 a month when you subscribe. And if you were to source everything separately, which is what I was doing for years, you could easily be spending upwards of $100 a month. Exclusively for our Everything is the Best listeners, Parallel is offering 15% off your first three months of Parallel with code BEST15. So head to Parallel.co, that is P-E-R-E-L-E-L dot C-O. And if you don't love it, just cancel anytime with a 30-day money-back guarantee. All right, I'm here to talk to you about how much I love for you. Listen, to me, my people, um, you know, I know that Davide likes to remain a little bit private about our sex life. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Foria Awaken Arousal Oil and the Foria Sex Oil make, it just makes everything exceptional. <laughs> it's changed the way that I experience sex, pleasure, and orgasm. I'm not kidding. It sits openly on my side table with no shame next to my skincare products because it's gorgeous and I want easy access to it. Better sex truly starts with Foria. Many people, most people, I mean, listen, you think you need, you don't think you need, maybe you do think you need regardless, like a little extra help in the bedroom. You're just going to be pleasantly surprised by how much better and more pleasurable sexual experiences are. And it's kind of become this like mental practice for me because I know that it's going to be so incredible. I kind of like relax more. I mean, really just imagine the best orgasm you've ever had and then imagine it could be better. So who is for you? And what is it? Uh, it's an all-natural plant-based little tincture of ingredients that intensifies sexual pleasure and relieves discomfort. So if you have uncomfortable sex, this is truly going to change your life. It has a serious cult following with tens of thousands of people who have had their sex lives transformed through their products. So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you. Go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure Wherever you can find it as often as possible, and you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting Foria Wellness slash Pia or just use code Pia at checkout. So that's Foria, F-O-R-I-A, wellness.com forward slash Pia, and that's 20% off your first order. I recommend trying the Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil, and yes, you will thank me later. Are you left this big CD case full of all these CDs there. So I just took the CDs out and I saved them in case he ever wanted them back. And I started putting all my photos 
that I would get back on my CDs in this CD case. The CD case is behind me and I just found it. It's full of stickers from the graffiti crews that I would, that he was a part of and that were in our social circle at the time. It's falling apart. It's leather. And that whole thing is filled with all the memories of my 20s. And I need to go through it, but I'm very scared to unleash possible upsetting memories. I mean, there's, this is, it's crazy. There's thousands of, like, what's in here? This is a concert. Oh, (laughs) it's a full, my first box. Uh, I don't know if I should be. Yeah, I have a whole vault of fucking memories. I have no, I don't remember this night at all. Some sort of concert. I don't know what concert this could have. Oh my God, Wu-Tang. Yeah, so fun. I need to go through all these memories. But that's, it's so crazy to think that I've lived through my 20s and I'm now in my 30s with a box full of <laughs> core memories. It's just a box. Unbelievable. Anyway, so getting back, practicing this muscle. And I think the best way to kind of like sum up this thought is like, I was, I posted something on Instagram the other day and my friend Billy also works for Sabrina. He has a new movie coming out with them. Uh, Billy Strobeck, he's super, super talented. And he was so cool. He used to always, he would, I remember when we were younger, <coughs> I was telling him this on the phone, that he would rather not work than, than, work, than do jobs he didn't want to. And he just waited and and until the perfect job came along and it was ended up being supreme, which is amazing. And he's making, he makes all their skate videos. And he was like, dude, can you think about, like, think about when you were living in New York and we were like hanging out. Did you ever think that you would be like a mom on Instagram right now? Or like, you know, posting, he called them ads, but like, you know, doing work with like brands on Instagram. And what was funny is I said, yeah, I, I, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't shock me because it's my, it's for someone like me who struggled so much at school. It's my perfect form of communication and how I got to be a quote unquote. I don't know why I have to say quote unquote. There's such a negative connotation behind the word influencer like it's not one of the most like impactful fucking businesses that has completely altered the way that we absorb media and advertising you know it's not something that I sought out it happened accidentally so he was like did you ever think whatever and I was like you know I'm not surprised because getting back to school I remember everybody telling me like all like college counselors and like you know, teachers, not in a, not in a bad way, in a very realistic way. When I was in high school, like, Hey, like you have very average grades, you know, the classes that, you know, like math and fucking science kill me biology. Oh my God. I was like, what are you saying? (laughs) Chemistry? What? Like, I can't memorize these things, so I can't 
pile new information on top of the information you already gave me. And he's like, that went out the door. I mean, it was just so challenging for me until they put me on Adderall and then <clears throat> the uptick happened. God. Anyway, I remember teachers saying to me, like, listen, your grades are average. So those classes I had like fucking C's in. But then the classes that I had that I enjoyed or were something that I understood, like, you know, I was wrote for the school newspaper and I was in journalism and I was in video production class, which was like a new class that they had just set up or they made a forensic psychology class for like all the girls that were having a hard time with science and shit. Anyway, all those grades, all those, all those grades were good. I had so many extracurriculars. I was ASB student activities director, all of that. So I was clearly like a high functioning, capable girl. Also, this is funny. I remember you had to have above, like usually the girls that were on ASB were taking like AP classes and like 4.0 students. And I think I had, you had to have above a 3.7. They don't have this rule anymore. You had to have above like a 3.7 GPA to run for ASB, which is student body for the whole school. I'd been student body activities director since my freshman year for my freshman class, my sophomore class, my junior class. I couldn't, I technically was not allowed to run for a, I will never forget my teacher who I loved. She was the vice, she was my teacher. She's the vice principal who I love so much and still talk to occasionally. She pulled me aside and she said, Pia, I know that, I know that you have projected yourself since you were a freshman for this position but you're not allowed to run because you have a 3.5 and the rule is have a 3.7. And I said, there has to be a way around this. Uh, I'm not like a bad kid. It's not that I don't care. Things are just harder for me and there has to be my way around this. She said, if you can, these are such a beautiful life skills to, to have as a kid. I was lucky to have had this moment. I totally forgot about this. She said, if you can get all the teachers in the school, I think it was all of them, or it was every teacher who had taught me. I can't remember because I remember, like, I can't remember. Maybe I do remember because there was this one teacher, Mr. Nish, who taught like AP math. That I was never going to be in like a, one of his math classes. I think I remember having to have a conversation with him and explaining to him, listen, this is what my grades are, but like, I'm going to be so good at the student body. I, I was like, promise you, like, I think I remember that. Anyway, so she let me and I, and I, I talked my way into having every single teacher sign off that they were okay with me running, which is incredible. So well, that was a nice pivot for me. And I ran and won. It was my favorite. I did the morning news every morning. I did the, the activities board. I, I had different speakers come to the school. I had planned different assemblies. Like it was so perfect for me. <clears throat> and that's what I fucking do now, right? Like an activation for me now is like an event that I would put on when I was in high school. An activation for me now is an event that I would put together when I was doing PR. At People's Revolution, or when I was an intern and would help with events, or when I was at Reformation and would throw 
parties for the store openings and make sure that girls were wearing the clothes and that we were going to get press coverage. You know, just all these things to make the money worth the money. And anyway, so ultimately, I had a lot of teachers tell me that my grades weren't were going to be challenging to get into school because especially when I was in high school was really the beginning of, I guess we were in it of like school, getting into college is impossible. You have to have above a 4.0. Otherwise you're fucked. But I never, and I remember there would be girls in my class, you know, there would be these type A, very productive girls who would like get upset if they had gotten a minus on a test. And look at me comparing myself to those girls at that time and still now, but I'm not comparing myself. I'm just noticing the differences at this point. And I was thinking to myself, like, this can't be what life is. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to make sure that I had all the yummiest stuff at the very beginning of the day in the easiest way. And that is Athletic Greens. Because when you take one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are drinking 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And it's just the perfect way to start your day. It does not taste bad. I actually enjoy the taste. But throw it in a smoothie if you're nervous about tasting something, whatever. You're doing something that's so good for your body. But I personally just mix it with water. It's just a small micro habit with big benefits. And it's one thing you can do every day to take great care of yourself. And like I said, when I was traveling through Italy, my stomach would be upset like from the traveling and eating tons of food. I swear I would have, I would bring my travel packet and I would have one beautiful big gulp of this stuff in the morning and it would settle my stomach. It gave me so much energy. It made me feel so good and leveled. It was just amazing. And trust me, Athletic Greens is over 7,000 five-star reviews. And it's cheaper than taking a bunch of different supplements. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com and best in the number four. So that's athleticgreens.com best four to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Life is big and long and it's not defined. I I remember saying this to everybody they talked to when they would say, when is going to go to? We cannot live a life where something that so few people get to do, which is go to college, defines your fucking life. And everyone's telling me I'm not going to get in anywhere. You know, and, and I'm like, I know that I'm capable and I'm a hard worker. And I was, I had a job already by that time. Oh my God, I had, I'd been working since eighth grade. So, you know, it's like I'm at school, I'm going to work after school, which I loved. And, you know, I'm like a high functioning person. You can't fucking, t- I mean, I just had to rely on my gut, my intuition, and my faith. And, I thought I'm going to end up where I'm supposed to end up. And I applied to 20 fucking colleges because I had no clue where the hell I would get into. And I got into Parsons because I had a great portfolio. I got into Eugene Lang at first. That's how I was able to get into Parsons because they don't think at the time I would have had the portfolio for Parsons, but the program I transferred into was design and management. 
And it's exactly what I'm doing now, which was marketing and, you know, Jessica Glasscock, who was so cool. She taught a class I took called The Death of Cool, which is about how big companies, you know, it's like the history of certain things like the denim jean or the bomber jacket or the leather jacket or all these things. We get to like the origin of them and where they, you know, started and then how corporate America killed the coolness, right? And so I ended up doing exactly what I was supposed to, still with a little bit of last minute, like what one might say is like slacker tendencies. But I would say I thrive in the pivot, right? So it's just a different way to do things. Just a different way. And I think maybe some people who are way more, you know, people that I admire and wish I was more like, maybe don't have the skill sets that I do in other ways. I mean, life is just always like that. We're always looking at other people and thinking, we want what they have. Just a horrible trait, but I just feel like it's a natural thing that occurs. So getting back to me, like raw dogging this podcast, I think that ultimately everyone who is listening to this has probably come to moments in their life at these different stages where they're a little scared and maybe don't know what's next that could manifest into applying to high school or signing up for a sports team or applying for a job or entering a new relationship or taking a chance and starting a blog or taking a chance and starting to post content on Instagram that you are nervous people are going to like criticize you for or something, you know, but that is the practice, right? Is just pivoting and doing your best and scared for what your future is going to bring. And if there is a door that closes, it's certainly for a reason because then another one opens And you have to just every day think to yourself what I have thought since I was very little and was told that I wasn't going to amount to anything, which is that you end up exactly where you're supposed to be. Even if you're, you know, it's not where you want it. I had no clue that I would be able to be, you know, have influencing be something that is totally a job that I have. And having a podcast, I would never think that having a podcast is another job that I have. Like I'm literally talking to myself in my office, in the house I grew up in, knowing that I'm going to send this in an email to someone and it's going to go into the ether. And all of you in your various moments in life are going to be listening to this. It's the craziest feeling in the world because it's so, the podcast in particular, it's so, I mean, the internet too. At least you can get comments on the internet a little bit, you know, or I like DM with people or whatever, but it's a very, I can't imagine what it's like to have like millions of followers. I mean, being a famous person, I can't imagine for one second what that would be like. Probably insane to think that many people are looking at you. But regardless, I, whether it is influencer stuff or a podcast or, you know, 
I have friends who are biochemists who also were, you know, nervous about getting into the school that they wanted to, to fulfill their dreams of being a biochemist and have the job that they want to have, you know, impact on whatever it is. I have a friend who does this to help maintain, you know, help with diseases. I mean, whatever it is. So I think that like thinking about what I would do with Carmela, I feel very much as if it was, like I always say, riding the wave and being available to pivot and work quickly and come up with solutions that has allowed me to foster uh, different skills that ultimately are working for me very well. I mean, even when it comes to like LPA, if we're in a predicament about fabric or, you know, I'm not somebody who had such a clear idea in my head that that dress had to be in that color or that print. And maybe sometimes the factory messes up and didn't print the print correctly. And there's like a run in it and we can't use it or there's not enough of it or whatever. Like I'm, I, I'm so easy when it comes to those decisions. I always have a backup. I always know that ultimately it's going to still be fine to the customer because the customer doesn't think, oh, well, I know that Pia's intention was to have the dress look like this. Like I always say that. I'm like, guys, like, you know, people aren't comparing two things to each other, right? So it doesn't matter. And so it really like ends up being a situation where I have found my perfect place and I find comfort in being able to have those solutions. So then with Carmela, I definitely want to be, I mean, like the anxiety I have about sending her to school. Oh my God. And like, I haven't even, I'm supposed to like apply for her to go to all these fucking preschools. And like, even the application, like the questions they ask me, I'm like, I don't want her to go to school. It's like asking these questions. And I keep having the same thing where I'm like, she's going to end up exactly where she's supposed to be. I don't want her to go to some school with a bunch of kids who are not for her. I'm not going to like try to put her, you know, I want her to go to like a charter school or like a normal school with normal kids. Because the public school in our neighborhood is sitting there empty. It was shut down with asbestos. And I think I might be able to get her into the other public school. But I, a lot of people try to get into that one. I mean, getting into the public schools over here is like a fucking name. I don't know if I'm in the district, but I might be able to get in that. I don't know, whatever. And then the charter school thing is just like a lotto, right? So it's like a public school, but it's not because you have to apply, but then you just hope that you get in. Anyway, so I'm exercising grace with that, knowing that she's going to end up where she needs to be. But I do think that I will, I do think that I will do my best to not give her anxiety around it and to not ride her so hard. Because by the way, Davide's like, I didn't fucking like school was like, whatever. He's like, I went to school to like meet girls. <laughs> like, so he's, he's like, we didn't even get into that guy. He's he's like, and by the way, he doesn't like, he's also, yeah, he's like, what am I supposed to do? Like sit down and help her with history homework? Like, how am I going to do that? I don't know any of this shit either. So that'll be very interesting. It falls on me. But I do think that like, 
I would just like to do my best, see what kind of kid she is. Some kids are just, you know, they retain information easier. One of the kids that I went to the USC game with, with my nephew the other day, has straight A's. And I was like, do you have to try? And he was like, not really. He's like, I listen and I remember everything. I remember everything. He's like, if I read a book, I can, and you give me a test on that book, I will know everything. If I just listen in class, I don't have to study. I was like, what? He's like, I know, just, can you imagine? Anyway, there are a lot of kids that are like that. So I have to see what kind of kid she is. So then I definitely think it'll be very, you know, my practice and my work with her will be this little balance of here's how we get shit done. Laying out your clothes the night before, making sure that there is a routine, making sure that we're going through homework and making sure that it's completed, not being annoying to her about it. So she doesn't think that I'm like nagging at her. But also understanding that she needs to get her shit done because we work very hard to provide, you know, an environment for her where she can thrive. And then allowing for the grace of it all. I don't need her to know what she wants to be. I don't need her to know what college she wants to go to. I don't need her to go to college if she doesn't want to. All of that. And that concludes my raw dog podcast. (laughs) Which I hope you liked. I love you guys so much. Again, thank you so much for always listening. Thank you so much for the positive reviews that have been left in the comment section lately. I try not to look at them because the bad ones can sometimes send me because I am thin skinned because I am a human. And that'll be actually, I just saw that Emma Chamberlain or not saw someone sent me an episode that Emma Chamberlain did recently about like not caring about what other people think about you and how it's like freed her. But she's 21 and I'm 36. So (laughs) I'm like, what a loser am I that I haven't developed that yet? But that was the coolest, right? Anyway, thank you guys so much. And I hope that in this last minute Raw Dog podcast that I am proving myself to be correct in that there is a little bit of magic in the last minute stuff. There is a little bit of magic about you know, not having it so planned. And that hopefully a few of you who are listening, this has inspired you or made you feel a little bit better about whoever in your life is pounding you to go a direction that you think is maybe not yours. Or maybe there's a teacher or a superior or somebody telling you that you're not good enough or not doing it right. And maybe this podcast helped you understand that you're going to end up exactly where you're supposed to be. So... Cheers to all of you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.